fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It is The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. Hey, welcome into a Tuesday, the post-Monday celebration, the Super Tuesday as we like to call it here on the program. Why? Because it's super. That's why. That's just, it's a Super Tuesday. Welcome in broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio and TV, plus our live streaming and our podcasting thereafter as well. Welcome in your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day. We got a heck of a show today like we do every single day. I know I say that every day, but I am truly excited about the content we talk about on this show every single day because this is where I get excited. This is my relief of blood pressure. This is my relief of frustrations. This is my anxiety being released to you. And some people like it. Some people just... It creates anxiety for them, and that makes me smile a little bit. Got to be honest. we got a lot to get to today. Uh, I am excited about our guest at the bottom of the hour today, Heshi Tischler. He is candidate for New York City Council, district number 48. I did not realize there were that many districts within the city of New York City. It makes sense with how populated it is, but he is candidate for city council. He is also, if you've if you've seen any news on him in any way, shape, or form, he is also one that's been a big protester in New York City. He's been an anti-masker individual, and he's going to be running for city council. We're going to have him on the program, so look forward to chatting with him in just a little bit with Heshi Tischler. I want to take you back to 2016 for just a second, if you don't mind. 2016, the race for the presidential election of 2016. Do you remember back then, and even in, even this latest one, really, this 2020 election that happened, do you remember how the Democrats played themselves? Do you remember how the Democrats really tried to challenge themselves? For the first time in a really long time, the Democrat Party really tried to take themselves to new heights by not expanding the dialogue, really, because they don't do that very well. If you know the DNC, they get their marching orders from the top. It trickles down to the candidates, which trickles down to the elected officials, which trickles down to the Democrat Party at the local levels, which trickles down to the voters. They don't really think outside of the box. They don't come up with new ideas. They don't challenge each other. They really just get their marching orders and do what they're told. That's why they're so well uh, so well organized at the federal level. Republicans struggle with that. We like to spar. We like to beat each other up. We like to challenge each other, which is very healthy for the party because that's what you're supposed to do within a party is challenge each other. Democrats don't do that. What they did do, however, over the last couple of elections, more so in the 2020 election, but I remember a little bit in the 2016 as well when Bernie Sanders was really like, oh my gosh, he might actually get it. And then they got the superdelegates in and they ended up like kicking him out and kicking out his whole base. And they built a fence around the DNC National Convention because they didn't like the Bernie Sanders supporters in there. While they tell you that balls don't actually work and fences don't actually work. I find that ironic. Nonetheless, you remember what their platform was in both the 2020 and the 2016 elections? Do you remember at all? It wasn't what's best for the country. It was... Let's challenge to see how far left we could go to win support from the quote-unquote base that's not really the base, but they want it to be the base. How much we could give you and free government goodies. It was how socialist could you actually be. It was the challenge and the desperation almost. It was really getting kind of pathetic and really kind of like, uh, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. You might want to cover up a little bit your socialism showing. 
It was almost to that awkward stage of embarrassment because they were trying to give away too much. When they said, hey, how many of you do believe that uh, universal health care should cover illegal aliens? And everybody raised their hands on the debate stage. When they asked, how much money should we give away for free college? And it started off with, well, we just want to make two-year college free. And then we said, well, we want to make four-year college free. Then it's, well, we want to give $10,000 to individuals to pay off their student loan debt. Then, no, we want to give $50,000 away to college students for, for student loan debt. And it kept raising the bar little by little. And there were a few of them that were within this little clique, really in the 2020 election, because they all thought that just by giving away more they were going to win over the support of the Democrat Party. And that included Bernie Sanders. That included Pocahontas, a.k.a. Elizabeth Warren. That included Pete Buttigieg. That included Joe Biden a little bit. That included Beto O'Rourke. If you remember, it wasn't about what was the best idea for the country. It was really about who could give away the most goodies. Now, obviously, that's being implemented at the federal level now with Joe Biden because he is giving away a lot. We're talking about a near $6 trillion bill that he's wanting to propose over these three big bills that he's trying to push through right now. So it's really coming to fruition, which is because he surrounded himself with all those yahoos anyways. But I realize the Democrats, they win based on how much they can give. And by give, we mean take it away from somebody to give it to somebody else. Kind of the Robin Hood mentality, right? And he stole from the rich to give to the poor. That's a lie, and you know it if you actually understand the story of Robin Hood in any way, shape, or form. He stole from the government who taxed them too much and gave it back to the people. <laughs> That's literally what the story of Robin Hood actually is. There's a story out of the Wall Street Journal. The buildup is for this reason here. There's a story out of the Wall Street Journal. As you know, the governor's race in California is extremely hotly contested right now. We have a Republican transgender individual, that is Caitlyn Jenner, that's actually gaining momentum. We have another Republican by the name of John Cox who's very upset because his bear that he's traveling around with is actually getting more publicity than him in his policies. We have Democrats that are trying to support Gavin Newsom, but they can't really support Gavin Newsom because he's kind of not the smartest crayon in the box. But... Here's his latest proposal on the campaign trail trying to retain his seat during a recall election. While he stands in front of a podium that says California roars back, which is comical by itself. I mean, California roaring back is not what's happening because of all the regulations, but they're trying to reopen. So they're roaring back, just like Joe Biden roaring back into his late 20s or 30s, right? California governor proposes tripling spending on stimulus checks is the headline. Oh, yes, when you can't win based on policy, give people more money. California governor proposes tripling the COVID-19 stimulus checks in the state of California. According to the Wall Street Journal, the announcement came as Mr. Newsom said the state is expecting an unprecedented $75.7 billion state budget surplus due to largely the booming tax revenues from wealthy residents. Let me get this straight. We just went a year of a shutdown in California, some of the, one of the hardest-hitting states. A year shutdown with COVID-19. I mean, they were legit. They were to the point where Nancy Pelosi couldn't even go and get her hair done at a dresser's. <laughs> like what we did there? I mean, it was locked down, sealed tight, baby. I mean, that was to the point where even elected officials couldn't go into restaurants and open up doors and say that they were actually outside because they let the breeze come in. See? See what we're doing there? They shut down so much that we had salons, nightclubs, bars, everything else, closed doors because they could not survive in the economy of California and the shutdowns during COVID. But somehow they almost got a $76 billion state surplus 
due to tax revenues, booming tax revenues from wealthy individuals. Why? Now, obviously, expenditures went down quite a bit because people weren't at home. They were at home. They weren't working. They weren't actually out on the streets. They weren't needing uh, different commodities from the public sector. They weren't needing as much stuff with the lockdowns. But then we sent out all these checks and we did everything else. So they're taking money from the wealthy and they're saying, hey, I mean, this is redistribution to a whole nother level we've never seen in this country really before. They're taking it from the quote-unquote wealthy to get a $76 billion state tax surplus, and they're saying, hey, we're going to triple your stimulus checks in the state to where anybody making up to $75,000 will be getting a stimulus check. At the same time, any an additional $500 to families if they have children. The cost of the new checks is roughly $8.1 billion. And they say, well, not a big deal, $8.1 billion. We got $76 billion of surplus coming in. Now, disregard the debt that we live in as the state of California. We're just going to give out $8.1 billion to stimulus checks. We are literally redistributing. We're going to take that from the wealthy, give it to checks to other people that we shut down and forcefully shut down over the last year because of COVID. And then we're going to think that everything's grand. And that should win me re-election as Gavin Newsom and I approve this message. Do you think it's going to work? I don't know. Me normally would say, no, that's not going to work. That's a stupid idea because why would you literally just say, hey, wealthy, thanks for all the money. We're just going to redistribute it and give it to somebody else in hopes that they reelect me for an election. To me, my mind doesn't work that way. I can't connect the dots that way in my brain to say like, wow, that's a really great policy. I really love this guy. I'm going to vote for him because he's giving me a money and he's going to triple my stimulus check. I don't think that way. But at the same time, they voted for Joe Biden nationally, mostly because they hated Donald Trump, but maybe a little bit about his policy. And his policy in line was was in line with Bernie Sanders, was in line with Elizabeth Warren, was in line with Beto O'Rourke, was in line with Pete Buttigieg. I mean, he was in line with all of it when he never had been that way during his entire 75 years in office. But now all of a sudden he is, and everybody loved him. And he's got Kamala Harris behind him. He's got Beto O'Rourke in his cabinet. He's got Pete Buttigieg in his cabinet. He's got Barack Obama pulling the strings behind. They know what they're getting with Joe Biden, and it falls in line with this, and that's what's working for them. He's got high approval ratings, according to the polls, that try and give him approval ratings on a daily basis. They love what he's doing. They love the stimulus payments. They love the infrastructure plan. They love the American Families Plan, according to the polls, according to the mainstream media. So do you think it's going to work with Gavin Newsom? We're going into a recall where people are angry with this guy because he refuses to lighten up on the regulations with COVID. He's slowly starting to now after he got forced into a recall election. He's finally starting to open things up now, and he's trying to buy them off with a paycheck. Is it going to work? I don't know. The question is, do we have a proper alternative? Do we have someone like uh, Caitlyn Jenner who's going to be able to promote conservative values there? I, I mean, Caitlyn talks the talk. It actually sounds pretty decent with the platform of Caitlyn Jenner. John Cox, I have no idea what his platform is, but hey, he's got a big old bear, and by golly, come meet the beast is his campaign slogan all over his buses as he travels across the state of California. I'm really curious on how this election is going to be because, as usual, like in the state of California, it's kind of a sideshow entertainment thing here. It's kind of like a circus going around the state. And that's really the state of California already, and I love California. I can't wait to go back there when things kind of settle down a little bit. But what's going to turn out? I don't know. I just find it interesting that that's happening at the same time as the election. Oh, don't worry. We're going to open things up. We're going to give you that stimulus paycheck, and we're going to triple it. Vote for me. I'm Gavin Newsom because he's got nothing left. He's extremely unpopular. He's not the brightest crayon in the box. 
He's made some horrible decisions. He's tried to go against the federal government on a lot of issues. He's getting caught up left and right, and people are done with him. But will the money pay him off? I think it will for some. Will it be enough to retain him in office? I don't know. I mean, we had Scott Walker in the state of Wisconsin that was able to fight off two or three different recall elections because the teachers' unions hated Scott Walker, but he was able to fight them off. And the teachers' unions did everything they could at throwing out money about education and taking care of the teachers, and it's about your children. I mean, they played the kids' card for crying out loud. They played the child card. It's my children that you're trying to affect here. They played that card, and he was still able to fight off recall elections two or three times before he finally lost a general election, which was kind of odd to me. And he's still in there, and he fights hard. But if he was able to fight off the kid card, will Gavin Newsom, as a Democrat, win over the money card? Let me triple your stimulus check. Vote for me, because everything's going to be great. I'm curious on how that election is going to We're going to stay on top of that one, because to me, it at least fascinates me to see what's going to happen in California. And can we bring some common sense and reason back into that state? We have a lot of downloads and a lot of listeners in the state of California. So if I'm missing something, email me, network at gmail.com. Let me know the scene and what's going on on the ground, boots on the ground in the state of California, because I love hearing about that state and see, can we bring that back to reason and common sense outside of the Hollywood messed up elitist crowd that's actually out there. All right, we got a lot to get to today. When we come back, uh, CDC wanting to limit studies on people that have gotten the vaccinations and still get the virus. Why are they limiting those studies? Plus, the media gloating about Donald Trump not getting a whole lot of traction outside of the Oval Office. We'll talk about all that and more here for a Super Tuesday on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back in. 24 minutes past the hour, radio and TV, plus the live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We appreciate you very, very much trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag the way we do each and every day. So the media loving the election in California, the media also loving trashing Donald Trump. They've kind of hit a low in the ratings. They can't really cover anything else. There's nothing else to cover. They can't really air a whole lot of Joe Biden. I mean, he just stumbles around and bumbles all the time. They can't cover him. They have to cover other things. They can't cover his policies because they're ruining things, and they can't show the negative side of what the Democrat policies are doing. So what are they doing? They go back to the old trough that just never seems to go empty, and that is Donald Trump, even though he's not in office any longer. As you know, Donald Trump created the office of the 45th president and Donald J. Trump, and he sends out emails. Now, he he's creating a social media site. I don't think it's up yet, but he's created a social media site, and he's trying to get his presence back out to the interweb. Now, let me ask you something. Let's go back to the root of the interweb all the way at the beginning with the Internet. What was the purpose of it? It was to get information to massive amounts of people. No bias, no censorship, no nothing. It Literally, you put it on the web and you had an opportunity to get it out to anybody without restriction, right? Anybody that wanted to see it could see it without it being silenced, without it being shadow banned. It was just pop, boom, it was right there, and you could find it, and you could see it, and it was super easy. That was the point of the Internet. Now we have social media where they get to tell you what you can see. They can kind of censor it. I actually, speaking of, I created the TikTok account, which you can find at Who's Your Reason on TikTok or any of our social media on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Our Freedom Book, all of it at Who's Your Reason. I created the TikTok about a week ago, and I made two TikTok videos. I'm trying. In a week, I'm pretty proud of that because I don't do videos because I got a face for radio and a voice for newspaper. So I do what I can to try and limit my exposure on social media with a picture or video because no one wants to see this. It's hard enough for people to watch it on video, on TV, and the live streaming. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. So I made a TikTok video. The very first one I did was actually an update and a video of the construction going on at the Hoosier Media Network Studios. And I was really excited. And I put it on there. And within like three days, I had 510 views on this TikTok video. I was super happy. Hey, we're finally getting exposure again. I made another one last weekend at the Kansas State Rifle Association out at the shooting range. And I did hashtag 2A, hashtag freedom, and I did a video of me right there by the uh, by the plates that you shoot with a handgun on the range. It got three views. Three. Now, the first video had 510 views. The second one had three. Now, granted, I have like 10 followers on there because no one knows I have a TikTok yet. I had three views. And the first one, I had zero fans or followers, and I had 510 views. But because it was the guns and it was the Second Amendment, then it was censored and no one saw the actual video. The crazy part is that if you go to TikTok and you search like 2A or you search guns, there's like 6.1 million trending people on there with that hashtag or with that theme. But yet my video got three views. Not complaining. I'm just showing that all the social media, including TikTok now, Run by Microsoft, shocker, has limitations on what they want people to see, and they shadow ban you based on your content. So I'm going to try and keep TikTok as apolitical as I can, or like political in the background to where it's not noticeable, but yet it's still kind of there for people, and that way we can still try and get some of that message out. Nonetheless, the media loving the fact that Trump's messaging is not getting out there. As they gloat the headline from NBC News right now, Trump's blog isn't lighting up the internet. 
Now, his blog literally is just emailing people press releases from the office of the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and sending out these messages, and I guess having a website where he puts those on there as well. He can't share them on social media. People have to go to the website that I didn't even know was there because I just get the emails every day, so I read those. But you can apparently go to the website and see his press releases and then share them out onto your social media, which they gloated that only 212,000 people have done so far with their activity because he can't get out there and look how well we've been able to suppress the voice of donald j trump look at that trump's blog isn't lighting up he's terrible people don't like him anymore his popularity's gone down because we silenced him on social media to not let anybody see his content the voice of reason with andy hoosier Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right, you're all welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a super Tuesday, the greatest day of the entire week. Yes, I said it, and I can't take it back, and that's all right with me. Welcome in radio and TV, plus our live streaming, podcasting, the fastest hour of radio on radio, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. Heshi Tischler, not able to join us here yet. We're trying to get a hold of him. He should be calling in momentarily, so we'll just kind of hang out until then. Also known as Uncle Heshi or the Big H. So look forward to chatting with him here momentarily. We may have him on the line as uh, we look towards the election. We just talked about the election in California with what's going on with Gavin Newsom and his here just will triple your stimulus payments and we'll open the state up after COVID. Please vote for me and don't recall me and get me out of, out of office. I find that hilarious then we have the new york election where it's a mess out there as well again i i really want to go visit california or or new york city one of these days i really 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 want to go visit uh, new york i really want to i've always wanted to i want to see the skyscrapers i want to go to the empire state building i want to go do this really really cool stuff but uh right now i just wouldn't i just wouldn't but i'm excited to have on the program i think he is on ready to rock and roll for us with the new york city council candidate for district 48 we're excited to have on uncle uh, also known as uncle heshi or the big h heshi tischler with us here heshi how are you my friend how are you, my boy? How are you? Thank you for t- letting me on, the, uh, on your show. Hey, I appreciate you coming on very, very much. It's it's great to talk to you. It is a mess in California or in, in New York. We're in, I'm in Wichita, Kansas, so I mean, we're all over the place nationwide. But listening to what's going on in New York with these elections, with the lockdowns and the COVID stuff that you guys have had over the last year, 
I it's a mess in Cal or it, I keep saying California, but right now you guys are kind of competing for like who's more progressive right now. What's the latest out of New York? What are you seeing on the streets right now? Well, when you come to New York, you come to my house first. I'll feed you, and then I'll take you around. <laughs> but uh, we are a mess. Uh, we have a mayor. I don't. I don't have. I don't consider him my mayor. He got me arrested, and I got to do community service. We are in trouble. This guy with the governor, and I call them names. I'm not going to do it on your show to get you in trouble. But these two winners, they not only locked us down, they lied. They put us in red zones, and they tortured our people. They closed our parks. They took away our special needs children's classes. I mean, they, they had people losing their jobs. Restaurants are being fined in the tens of thousands, not thousands, tens of thousands. He came into my community, fined us over $51 million. Just my community, not the city. So what I did was is I opened up my community. I cut my locks at the parks. I had the police come arrest me five times they tried. Um, they finally got me in the middle of the night. The police commissioner called me, you better not go to synagogue and pray. I laughed at him. I said, you, you, you can't do that to us. I read the laws. I had three lawyers working for me. And um, I had everybody praying. And I worked with my local police officers who are very good, even though they wanted to fund them and shut them down and abolish them. Some idiot Tiffany Kabad wants to run for speaker. I'm going to run for speaker as well. But um, when I get elected, my city, my community has been open. I've opened my community. I went to different communities around the city, opened up the parks, and fought the mayor, and he gave in. Um, then we just keep our stores open. Yes, I tell my people, take your fines. I chase the inspectors. I run them down. I take videos. They try to get into my wedding halls. I have seven weddings running a night. I chase the inspectors. We sneak into the halls, and we run our weddings, and I keep everything going, and I keep fighting them with order protections and, and warrants they want to get on us. And I tell you, you don't have the warrant, and I have my weddings open. I've done 99 weddings myself since June, and I go there, and I watch them, and my city is open, my stores are open, people are, are, are coming back, you're right, we're punished, a lot of the restaurants are, are, are losing business, they're going out of business, they're going bust, and I'm going to try to do a restaurants week to make, their, to make them come back, uh, I'm trying to fight all of their violations as the best as I can, um, I'm helping the people keep their businesses open, I'm helping the people keep their, their building construction sites open, that's what I do, there are 14 government agencies that never wanted to work together, I all day long I go fight these government agencies and the red tape. All of a sudden now they can work together. A Department of Sanitation guy can arrest a young 23-year-old girl in the middle of the night for not showing her ID and not filling out a form. Uh, a Department of Health inspector can shut down a $20 million job site because two brothers are eating lunch over there without a mask on. Really? This is what's going on. Uh, they didn't want to clean the garbage in my parks when I opened the parks, but they're all getting overtime pay. It's just, yes, I'm sorry, I apologize to the rest of the country that the greatest city in the world is, is being treated by two idiots, that I'm a 57-year-old man, father and grandfather, and foster father of 21 kids and an HPD receiver, and I helped thousands of people. We fed over 130,000 packages before Passover and Easter. You should have seen the Muslim churches and mosques came out. The, the, the priests, the, the synagogues, they came out, they packaged. I'm not talking little lunches. I'm talking boxes to feed families. And we did this ourselves. 
I didn't do it all myself. Volunteers, and I was just part of different organizations and, and filming it. We came together, and this mayor and governor are now thinking they're going to open the city July 1st. We opened it. We're yeah. back. We just don't want any more fines and punishments. And, you know, I had 104 suicides last year from young kids. Kids depressed, kids running on the streets. Um, really, this is a shame what he's done to us. He has homeless people in the middle of Times Square, uh, and then people are shooting. We have actually shootings in the middle of Times Square. Do you believe it? Mm-hmm. People being shot in open daylight. We are the Wild West. We're going to ch- people carrying torches on the bridge, surrounding my police officers, pushing them and screaming at them, and they can't fight back because if they do, you know what happens. The police officers lose their jobs. Yeah. So we're going to change it. I'm going into City Hall. I'm going to fight for my people. You're right. You can't beat City Hall. So I'm going into City Hall. I'm going to fight from the inside one of 51 members, trying to create an alliance of 26 members that no mayor can ever override us. And if the governor wants to threaten and scream at us, let him send his little militia in, and we'll see what happens then. I'm not going to do... I'm not telling you I'm, I'm fighting against America. This is the greatest country. Wow. My cousins fought and gave their lives for this country in World War II. My father was a Holocaust survivor. I lost his family and came to this greatest country. He died when I was a little boy. I've served this country every way I can. I love this country. I love this city. Yeah, they arrested me. Rest me again. One guy, I got 60,000 kids back in school. I, more than the mayor did with his public schools. I have 20,000 kids back in my park. I have all my stores, synagogues, mosques, churches open in my community. I'm hoping the rest, the movement has started. People have fought back in Buffalo, in California, and in, in Canada, you see people being fighting back. It's time to stand up to this tyranny. And that's what I do well. And people don't like the way I've done it because I embarrass them. I shout, I scream. Hey, what do you want from two minute videos to give out a message? But I try my best to give the message. I myself physically am in the street all day long, running from place to place. I still do my volunteer work, go to the hospital every morning. I go to the, do my regular job. And at nighttime, I run around, I speak. And during the day, if I have to run to a job site or a building site or a restaurant, I do my best. And, and you know what? My special needs kids are back in their schools. My special needs children who the parents, you understand when you have a special needs child, the parent is so struggling. And then you just throw them on there, and some of them can't pay even rent because they have to take care of these kids. It's not like you can do something separate. I'm going to make changes. 30 pieces of legislation every month. How do you pass legislation when you when your city is closed? How do you raise taxes 18% when landlords can't collect rent? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I could keep going on forever and make you crazy, I, and you want me to cry. I'm sad. I am a 57-year-old grandfather, father, and foster father, and I am sad. Do you believe it after all these years? It's unbelievable. Heshi, God bless you for, for your fight that you're doing because more people are waking up just like you are. We're tired of the lockdowns. We're tired of the government telling us what to do, telling us we can't put food on our table because we can't open up our small mom and pop, uh, pop businesses all over the country. People are sick and tired of this. And while New York is slowly trying to open up and try and act like they care and they want to do something, you're saying no. You're refusing to shut down. You're refusing to keep things locked down. You're refusing to, you know, alter these lives of these individuals, and you're keeping things going. So God bless you for that. That's a, it's an amazing story, and I think people are getting to that point all over the place. Hey, 
you know, I took, everybody says I'm a traitor because I didn't wear the mask and I took the vaccine shot. First of all, as a volunteer, I have to take my flu shot, my TB shot, my shingle shot. I took the vaccine. I said, listen, guys, if that's all the government wants us to do is take this stupid shot and open up. I know it's no good. I know it's a danger. I know it's, I, I heard all the conspiracy things. But if that's all they want us and they claim that they're going to open up the country, I did it. So far, as you can see, even with the shot and with the mask, your little Fauci friend is still playing games with us. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I want to show the world that, look, even when you listen, even when you comply, they're still out there to get us. They're still out to manipulate us. And I am not going to stand for it. We, the people, are not going to stand for it. 200 and plus 50-something years, we fought tyranny. We've the greatest country in the world that does more charity, not only to our own citizens, but across the globe. And this is how we're being treated like dumbbells because they want to make a few extra dollars or they want, you know, Pelosi is getting an $800,000 pension. <laughs> we can't even pay our rent or have food in our house. And this woman thinks it's a joke when you lock down the country. Gas prices, do I have to even tell you, have gone up like crazy. I used to fill up my tank recently, 29, 30 bucks, 45 bucks. I know you're saying 15 bucks. Hey, add on $15 every week. That's 50 bucks, 60, what is it? 60 bucks, add that times 12 months. Yeah. You tell that to a family that can barely pay its rent. I, I'm sorry I'm screaming, but I'm upset. I've always been upset, and when I go out there, I tell people, let's do it. I hope them with jobs. I'm going to try my best. Do it. I love it. Heshi, we're out of time, my friend. You rock it. I really hope. we got to get you back on the show as the election gets closer. Good luck with you because this is the fight that we need to have, and you're doing it, and you're doing it, as you mentioned, regardless of what they're trying to do to you to silence you, and God bless you for that. Let's get you back on the show again here real soon. June 22nd is the election, so pay attention on that date. And HeshiTishler.com is my website. If you want to support me, do so. Bye-bye. HeshiTishler.com. We'll get you back on. Heshi, I appreciate it very much, my friend, and good luck on the campaign trail. Right there is what it's all about, fighting the good fight and doing it every single day and not taking any crap for it. I love it. We'll get him back on the show again real soon. We'll take a break, wrap up the program today for a Super Tuesday here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great Republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Can I just say, wow, that was uh, that was a fun segment. That was probably one of the most entertaining interviews that I've done in a while. We need to get him back on the program. We will definitely get him back on the program before the elections in June there in New York for the 48th City Council District for New York City. And he's fired up, super fired up. That's the kind of passion that we need to have all across the nation. And let me tell you, when we would have just a sliver of the population start doing what he did, we would not be in the situation we are right now nationwide. Imagine that for just a second. You know what? They've arrested me. Why did they arrest you? Oh, because I stayed open when I wasn't supposed to stay open. I opened my business and allowed people to do what I do uh, for what it sounds like. He has these venues for weddings and, and host weddings and stuff. He's had 98 weddings. They weren't supposed to. So he would literally sneak them in to host these weddings and have the celebration because they weren't supposed to within city limits. When business, if businesses did that this entire last year, I get maybe the first month or two. Oh, the pandemic hit. We're really scared. We're not really sure what's going to happen. We're not really sure what's going on. How dangerous is this thing? And then you hear about protests in the street of people like burning down buildings and hanging out and and the Black Lives Matter protests and Antifa protests and all this other garbage. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're allowed to do that. That's that's for like civil rights stuff. That's cool. Wait a second. I thought we weren't supposed to get together in the crowds because like the crowds are really bad and we would like die if we do that. Oh, no, no, no. It's OK. It's a, they're doing it for a proper cause. You're just trying to go to work and start your business. You're not allowed to do that. You need to get the vaccine. You need to wear the mask. You need to. If everybody was like Heshi, Uncle Heshi, the big H, whatever you want to call him there, you can find him. Heshi Tischler. That's T-I-C-H-L-E-R dot com. Heshi Tischler dot com. When you just say, uh-uh, ain't going to happen. What are you going to do? Arrest me. OK, arrest me. Do what you got to do because I'm not going to stop. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to be vocal. I'm going to be loud. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be fired up, and I'm not going to deal with this garbage. I mean, just look at the history, by the way, of the Jewish population, which, as you know, he is. Look at the history of what they've had to go through. They're not taking that anymore. And if we stood as a platform of like that across the nation, uh uh-uh, we're not going to take this garbage from the socialists telling us what to do. You can, you're going to tax me, really? We just got shut down for the last year, and you're going to tax me? Say what? Try and take my funds to fund your whatever. Let's just throw the old people, or let's just throw the sick people in the old nursing homes and retirement facilities, right? That's a good idea that the mayor's trying to deal with right now with. Bill de Blasio, that that sounds nice, right? Yeah, that sounds like a wonderful idea. This is the kind of passion we have to have. God bless this guy. We're going to get him on. Now, it's funny because he is a Democrat, but he's a pro-Trump conservative Democrat. That's the kind of voice that could change the Democrat Party again. Yeah, I'm a Democrat. Because my district's very blue, but you know what? <laughs> we're going to lower the taxes. We're going to we're gonna get rid of the regulations. We're going to actually get things moving again. We're going to have an emphasis on business. That's the momentum we need. And if everybody in the nation did that, we need more Heshies. Hashtag more Heshies. You know, he does a radio show as well on Wednesdays, I guess, on the local radio station out there too. But 
I'm fired up now. Like just his energy. I usually am the one that's supposed to create the energy. I'm the I'm the you know the the energy for you to get pumped up. That energized me. I love it. As opposed to what's going on with like Liz Cheney right now at the federal level. We have a Hashi Tischler running for City Council of New York right now that's saying we're not doing this. We're not going to take this garbage. We're not going to take it any longer. And then you got Liz Cheney out there saying like Donald Trump's really bad and I don't really like him. And we're going to go back to the same old like, you know, George W. Bush type of Republicanism where it's big government Republicans. But we'll just focus on cutting programs from the left side. But we'll do the same thing over here and we'll grow ours and, you know, we'll just increase government stuff and we'll just have foreign interference. You know, Liz Cheney. Wonderful. Wyoming, you guys got to work on getting her out. I know that she's getting booted out of our leadership roles as early as next week, it sounds like, according to Kevin McCarthy, as they vote on her behind closed doors and kind of boot her out the door. That's good. Wyoming, step up and get that one. We got new. Uh, look, we could have a solid conservative elected officials in D.C. If we work on Wyoming with Liz Cheney, we work on Arizona because for some reason, Arizona is always kind of wonky. We had John McCain. We had Jeff Flake. Um, we had some other ones that were down there that were kind of interesting. If we could work on just a few of these states, fine tune the Republican districts just a little bit and get them just a little bit more conservative. Can you imagine the unity that we could have as conservatives unifying under a limited government, under lower taxes, under less regulation, under government cuts, under government spending cuts that we could actually advocate for without the Lisa Murkowski's and you know, all the other ones that try to sabotage one like a Liz Cheney there as well. If we just had more Heshies out there, we could be really rocking as a conservative party. I wish he would come to the Republican side. I understand why he can't. He's probably in a very blue district there in the Bronx. But same time, bring that conservative platform to the Democrats. Make them go back to the old school Democrat Party that kind of, sort of used to be somewhat uh, in agreement where we could all get along between Republicans and Democrats. Wouldn't that be nice? That does it for us today. Podcast going up a little bit. We have a heck of a lineup for you the rest of the week as well. Make sure to stay tuned in. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Get fired up. Don't take any crap from the progressives, from the elites, and from the government officials. You have the right to be an individual. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice Reason. Everybody have a wonderful Tuesday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.